Togozani, great divine beings of Creator. My name is Goko Dineo from South Africa, and you are tuned in to Spiritual Health with Miguel. Hey, now it's just begun. Now it's just begun, and it's only for a moment. That it's only for a moment. Yeah. Now it's just begun. Now it's just begun, and it's only for a moment. Hey, listen. Wagwa, my people. It's your brother from another motherland. Nakumaisha, Mikel, the energy. Here for another conversation this morning uh, on the eve of Easter. We're here to talk about spiritual health as always. I pray you guys are well. I pray you guys are blessed. I pray you're in, I pray you're in good spirits, and I just pray that you are present more than anything else. I pray that you are present, you know, um, irrespective of what's going on in your life, which part of the journey you're on, whether your vibration is here or here or somewhere in the middle. Life is supposed to take you like this, right? And the most important thing is, is to be aligned with your truth at every stage of life's vibrational patterns. So ask yourself the questions that are related to your highest intentions. This is why it's so important, you know, to follow your heart. This is why it's so important to follow your heart, to follow your passion to follow your inner drives, your highest excitement. And as you follow these things, constantly assess yourself and you will begin to uncover your highest intentions, which will lead you to understanding your highest purpose for coming into being. Why you were born here in the first place, okay? Now, we can't answer that question until we are committed to living a life that is led by our highest excitement and allow ourselves to go through the challenges, the various uh, disciplines, responsibilities that come from following that and then be able to build our life around the, uh, our highest intentions, meaning understanding who it is we need to be in this life in order to experience the best version of ourselves, right? So one of the tasks that I will send out for you guys today is to, you know, spend some time thinking about what are your highest intentions for your life? What are they? I'm talking about your highest intentions irrespective of how the world decides to be 
irrespective of your financial status, irrespective of, you know, borders and man-made restrictions, what are your highest intentions for your life? Is it to feel abundant? Is it to serve? Is it to feel uh, love? Is it to share love? Is it to, you know, live in truth? I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want you to spend a good amount of time thinking about what your highest intentions are for your life. And then start to look at the, the practices that you have every single day that um, ref- ask yourself do the practices you do every day reflect now the very lifestyle you are wanting to live the very uh, reality you are wanting to experience what is your responsibility if you want to live in a clean and healthy world then how are you taking responsibility for the cleanliness and health. I'll give you a good example. The other day, I went to work out in the park and they've got these outside gyms and, you know, there was a few other rebellious people also working out in this same space. We're in the park, but they've got these nice little calisthenic bars so we can go and do our thing. And, you know, three quarters of the way through my workout, I see plastic bottles everywhere that I think people who've come into the park have just left it there. And in my mind, I was wanted to, I was started cussing these people. In my mind, I'm like, why are people leaving plastic bottles here? Knowing that they, you know, other people got to come and work out. And then I thought to myself, well, if you don't want it there, Mikel, there's a bin over there you can just put it in the bin. Then then my first thought was, nah, that's what the government are for. Ooh. You just, you just speak about the government? You know what I said? <laughs> They'll come and clean it up. I was like, so it's the government's responsibility to look after your environment. Okay, Mikhail, and get your ass in your house. As the government said. Oh, you ain't doing that? Okay. Well, let's take this rebellion all the way then. How about you go around the park, pick up the plastic bottles and put them in the bin. How about you do that? And get them out of the space that you know should be beautiful. If you ain't going to do that, Mikhail, humbly shut them. And this is the conversation I had with myself all whilst doing my workout. So before I left, I did exactly that. I picked up all the plastic bottles and I put them in the bin. Purely for the fact that I did not want them there. That's it. I did not want them there. I did not want to see them in the environment. I knew that they are harmful to my environment. I know that my environment is better off without them. Then I took it on as my responsibility to ensure they weren't there. It makes sense. This is what I'm talking about, guys. About that. You see how I did in that moment. I took the entire argument to myself. 
I didn't bring it to no one else. I didn't call a hotline, 0800, clear the plastic, you know. I didn't do, like, I didn't cuss the person who I saw leave the thing. You know what I'm saying? I took it upon myself to take the necessary actions that I knew was aligned with my highest intentions. I can't make everyone else think like me. I can't everyone make everyone else care at the same time or at the same level as me. However, I can control and lead and guide my energetic operations to always be in alignment irrespective of what everyone else is doing. And this is what we mean when we say heaven is my right and heaven is my responsibility. Yes, understanding first and foremost a part of your heaven is your highest intentions. Heaven is your highest experience of yourself, the greatest experience of yourself in this earthly plane. Understanding what that looks like will let you know what the behavioral patterns are, are, are the behavioral patterns that are needed to consistently experience that. And it's going to be um, not it's not a matter of protesting to anyone or lobbying the government or asking wicked people to change their mind. You ever ask the sun not to be hot? The sun not to be hot. A dog not to be a dog. You know, the wicked people are wicked. And the reason why, what annoys us most about wicked people is not the fact that they're wicked, is that we don't know who we are. We can't choose. We, we don't know whether we're righteous or wicked. We don't know whether we're serving God or Satan. That's our problem. Wicked people are very clear. We are wicked. And here's a few centuries of data to show you that we are consistent, right, on being wicked. So once you know that, you don't look to wicked people for anything. You don't look for them to give you right information, to educate your children, to feed you the right food, you know, to do what's best for you and your health. Why would you do that? Only ignorant people do that. Because they believe that somehow them and wicked have something going on. The wicked people have something going on. I have nothing going on with wicked people. Nothing. Therefore, I must focus on my righteousness. I must make sure and constantly audit myself. Audit my behavior. Yes, constantly go into ask myself the questions, constantly move in the, in the direction of what I know is righteous. Irrespective of what everyone else is saying, what everyone else is doing, what everyone else is talking about, I must do it for myself. You see? You understand? Yeah. Yeah, man. So... That's what we mean. When we say heaven is our right, heaven is our responsibility. This is what we're talking about. This is the oath we are taking. We are taking responsibility for that which we know we deserve. Heaven. I want you to do something today. 
I want you guys to really, you know, it's three o'clock now, nearly. You guys are going to be having dinner tonight. You're going to be, um, you know, eating your food later. I want you to, before you eat your dinner, and this is a good time because it's Easter coming up. I'm sure people are going to create some nice meals for themselves. I want you, as you spend time in your home, family, I want you to pause. Pause the music. Don't even speak. Just pause for a second at some point in your day, maybe before you eat your food, your dinner, and observe your life. Not what you don't have, not what you used to have, not what you want, but your life right now. The sounds, the smells, the people, the vibration, the feelings. The only truth is your now. Your now. I know what the world says you must be concerned about. But actually... What is what is re- what is really going on in your reality? You see what I'm saying? What is really going on in your reality? Only what you decide to let in. Thankfully, I'm grateful and honored that you've let me into your reality right now, but it is your choice. Some of you before this hour is up Some of you will end this live and continue with your life. It's that easy. Just as it's easy to log in to me and cut me off. You don't have to be listening to me right now. It's your choice because you have made a conscious decision about what you want in your reality. Whether you realize it or not, you have said to yourself, yes, by energetic agreement, I want Mikkel in my life. Mikkel is a part of my highest intentions that's what you've done so you've given me that privilege well the same privileges you've afforded me to be in your home right now in your time of isolation when i have no key no pass no access code to your phone you gave me this permission the same thing you have just done is the same thing you do with the rest of the world family and i want you to understand that power To spend some time, lock your phone off, right? And as you've cooked your dinner, turn off the music or maybe keep the music on if you want. But when you can feel it, when you can feel it, just take a moment and go, this is what I have agreed to. This sound in music, this smell in food, this texture in clothing yes this environment it's what i have willed and agreed to how do i feel about it i love this food that i'm eating it represents my highest intentions this family these people this music the radio this clothing It represents my highest intentions. This is what you should be able to say every day. 
Every day, this is what you should be able to say. And once you can bring your highest intentions down to a singular energies, like peace, you realize how close you are to heaven. You'd realize how close you are than you'd ever believed to your heaven. Peace is a decision away. Yeah? You don't realize how, how powerful you are. But let's, um, let's ask some questions. I want to ask some questions right now. Um, I did enjoy the questions the other day. Um, I haven't got much I want to speak about, if I'm being honest. So I'd love to answer questions from people. And, um, and yeah, keep it moving. So please put some questions in the question box. Um, but we're here. Spiritual health. This is the health of our every, you know, our every step, our every breath, our every moment. Spiritual health. You feel me? So let's put some questions in. How am I? I'm peaceful. <laughs> I'm very peaceful. How do you hold on to purpose? How do you hold on to purpose? What is purpose? Let's gain a death, a dictionary understanding for that word purpose. Yeah. Purpose is very, purpose, we use that word a lot, but let's, Purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Hey, peace, Salim. Blessings, man. Lovely to see you. Yeah? How do you hold on to purpose? Purpose is the reason for which something was created, for which something exists. Uh... A particular requirement or consideration. That's not the one you're asking about. Yeah? What's the etymology? Popos. Oh. A variant of propose. Interesting. Interesting. So, the, et the etymological root of purpose is to propose. And proposes to nominate, put forward, intend to do something. Okay? So, family, again, 
this is why I love anytime you have a question like this, and I always do this, guys. I'm le- I'm I'm bringing you into how I come about revelations. You look into the definitions of words, the etymology of words, you start to uncover a lot. I do this with a lot of words. So now, how do you hold on to your purpose? It's it's there right there. Purpose is about what you put forward, your intentions of doing something, okay? Now, why would you let go of something that you feel aligns with you? A lot of um, our pur- the things we feel our purpose is, is not uh, worthy of some of the challenges we go through, and that's why we let go of it. To be honest with you, I'm being real. Once you've found your purpose, you can't let go of it. It's an impossibility. Once you really know what your purpose is, you can't let go of it. Yes, it becomes challenging. Yes, it becomes... But it doesn't go away. You know, you could give it a break, I guess. But even when you're not physically doing it, it's there It's there in you. Your whole being is, you know, your energy is wrapped up in fulfilling that thing. Once you truly are aware of what your purpose is, you just become wrapped up in it. There's, there's, no, there's no other way really to be able to do it, you know? And so, yeah, man, it just becomes, it becomes really, it becomes really difficult to, to do anything else. Hey, sis, you all right? Yeah, it becomes really difficult um, to be able to do anything else once you understand your purpose. So, yeah, fam, uh, if you find yourself letting go of your purpose, it's about being able to uh, attach yourself to reasons beyond the ones you have currently. Does that make sense? It's about being able to attach yourself to reasons, whys, factors. You know, like, so this is why I always say following your highest excitement will lead you to your highest intentions. Why? Because your highest excitement might not, it might not represent the entirety of your purpose, but it will lead you to your purpose because you're already set on your path. You've got to remember you're a being of nature. You are already set on your path. The day you are born, you are set on your purposeful path. And that purposeful path can be found in the energies you express, the things you relate with, the kind of people and experiences that come to you, the kind of uh, things that happen throughout your life. Yeah. So following your highest excitement, it, it fills you with the right energy to move in the direction of finding your purpose. By following your highest excitement, you go through challenges through that highest excitement that makes you aware of yourself. Challenges that make you question yourself, question life around you, question your ability, which start to open up new avenues of interest to help you deal with the path that you've chosen. All of these things start to connect and relate with that higher purpose that you've seen for yourself. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Um, 
Um, yeah, please ask any more questions if you have any. If you have any more questions. I'm gonna be. I'm just gonna be doing questions right now because, uh, yeah. Let's go, guys. Let's do questions. If you can, put it in the question box. So that everyone can see it and that I don't that it doesn't get lost. You're done already. And now it's just begun. All right, hold on. I see another one as well. You gone? Love you too. Love out. <laughs> oh man. All right, cool. <laughs> what do you think the the is the purpose of fear? Wow, man. This is a beautiful question. What is the purpose of fear? It's a duality, family. It's a du it's a duality. Have you noticed that you feel fear and love in a similar place in your body? Yes? Have you ever felt that rush of love? Yeah, as an energy, okay? You know that feeling where you know your everything is okay? It's literally the same space as fear, yeah? It's literally the same space as fear. Round here, that solar plexus. Fear and love are a part of the same magic stick. I have come by action and practice to be able to use my fears to, to, as an indicator for actions I must take in the name of love. Does that make sense? You know, everything is a symbol. You know, fear and energy are just symbols of what an action that must be taken or an unknown that needs to become known. Something that's in the dark that must come to light. That's what that fear is. Fear is like a call to action. Fear is calling you to discover in the name of love. Fear is calling you out. That feeling. 
Look at many things you were afraid of over time. Many things that you had your highest fear of. Once you overcame it, it became almost your greatest power. Your greatest experience. Fear of heights can become your greatest experience. Fear of connection, communion can become your greatest experience of self. You feel me? So when we feel that energy of, oh, I'm being called to somewhere, something, to an energy experience that I don't know of, or I cannot logically navigate, fear, that is a time to call on the higher self, to act beyond intellect. Fear is a call for spiritual powers. You feeling me? Why do we fear? Because we, when we fear, right, we are having to interact with something that our mind has no current process in dealing with. It has no, it hasn't, it hasn't got a specific answer for us. So that's why we fear it. The mind cannot help us in this situation. The mind has got, is trying to figure it out and configure. That's why we fear. Because the mind is our headquarters. Whenever something goes on, oh, I'm cold, put on a jacket. I'm hot, take the clothes off, I'm hungry, cook the food, yeah, that's broken, fix it, yeah, the mind has been already programmed to handle these problems, the reason we fall, go into fear is because when fear comes, it's calling us now to Cesarojo, are you lot following me, fear is calling us to Cesarojo, to play with higher spirits. Meaning we have to going to go beyond the intellect, to go beyond what we logically know and have processed, and now play with that energy to develop inspired understanding. Look at that word, inspire, in spirit. Can you not remember what I said spirit means? What does spirit mean? I want someone to write it. I say it nearly on every podcast. What does spirit mean? Let someone write it quickly before I move on. What does spirit mean? Yes. Spirit means breath. So when someone comes and says, I was in, how did you do it? I was inspired. I was in spirit. I was in oneness. I was in peace. Therefore, I was able to call from the universal peace solutions 
to problems that were once insurmountable. You lot following me? That's what the art of Cesarojo does for us. This is what we do when we are creative, family. This is why you, my indigenous people, you must take the things you do that they call art very, very sacredly. So sacredly. Like you're literally communing with God. When you form lyrics and you move your body to rhythms. Yes. Yeah. And you, you put, you, you, you build something. You create something, you illustrate something or something comes. You are literally communing with, you have gone, you have gone past this. And you've now called to the higher ups. That is Cesaroho. So the purpose of fear is to show you. It's like the purpose of pain to show you there is something that needs healing. Fear is to let you know that you have now stumbled upon something that you do not know. And now is your opportunity to gain spiritual powers, new powers, new powers. If you only allow yourself to be inspired. In what? Spire. In what? Spirit. In what? Breath. In what? Peace. That's what that is, family. Come on. This is why. Don't believe me. Watch. You can observe this. I remember when I was young. I've told this story before, but I'll tell it again. When I was young, I was scared of dogs. I used to be scared of dogs. And anytime I would see a dog, I would run in fear. And the dog would chase me. The dog would chase me down. And I always think, man, these dogs just hate me. Because they don't chase him or him. What is it about me that I don't even like the dog and the dog just runs after me? Until one of my white friends who had many dogs, he said, Hey, Mikkel, they can smell your fear. They can smell that you're scared, Mikkel. That's why they bark. And so I started to notice, you know, there's that thing you get when your, your solar plexus starts going? Right? That's what they pick up on and start barking at you. Well, anytime I saw a dog, do you know what I did, family? And I do to this day. I do this. I breathe deeply. And the dog comes. Alright. Alright. And keeps it moving. That's the power. Well, this devil that you're dealing with right now is a dog. And he's smelling your fear. And all the, all the pheromones from your fear are being pu pushed out. And they're smelling it. It's just feeding you with it. Feeding with you, you with more. Barking at it. And it's growing deeper and deeper and causing sickness in your body. 
when all you need to do is breathe and take the action you want to take. Move in spirit. Cheza roho. Cheza roho. I want you to understand. Cheza roho is not some dance class. You understand? It's not some, you know, fitness regime. Do you understand? It's a spiritual way of life that connects directly to the nature of who you are and how we move throughout life. Do you understand that? Every day is Cesaroho. You are constantly relating with spirit. Your heart is beating. You are moving. In breath. Do you understand that? Yeah? So the aim for me when I'm talking about these things is to help you understand your nature. Yeah? (laughs) What It's to help you understand your nature as a human being for how you deal with life and how you communicate beyond the realms of psychological war. Because this enemy's power over you is only psychological. And, but once you can bypass the psychological and read the metaphysical, the energies that are around you, you realize rotted. Things are actually good. And all I need to do is make sure that I continue to make make sure that it is good. Show up for what I need to show up for. You can't control the hand of the other person. But you can control yours. How are you dancing? How are you breathing? What are you saying? I know what they're saying, but what are you saying? Do you get what I'm saying? This is all you need to focus on. And soon you will start to see that irrespective of what everyone else is doing out there, your life is a living heaven. Because I'll say this, as I said again, I'll move on to the other questions now. uh, Heaven is not a destination. It's a vehicle. It's a vehicle. So fill up your tank. You know, and drive. Okay. Uh, if you guys got questions there, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on for like 15 more minutes. If you got questions, please put in the question box um, now. Sorry for the last one; it's been saved, so you can also watch that back. But um, yeah, if you got questions, please put it in the question box, and I'll um, we'll answer them in the next 15 minutes. Answer them right now, sorry, throughout the next 15 minutes. Ah, good, good, good. We've got a couple. So, what is truth to a creative? What does that mean? What do you mean? What is truth to a creative? Oh, do you mean like, what is truth to someone who can 
create, constantly create subjective realities. Is that what you mean? Is that what you mean? Hmm? What I will say is there's levels to there's levels to the experience of truth, okay? There's personal truths based on your own biases, your own aims and objectives, right? And then there's universal truths like the law in which we live in. The like natural law. That's why it's so important to study um the law of nature because no one can escape it. Whether I say God's right God's rightful name is Allah. God's rightful name is Jehovah. No, Jesus is God. No, Jesus is a man. Do you get what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. Those are all subjective, but there is a truth that lives within all of that, which is why people can submit, because what people to submit to in religions is the truth that exists in it, the irrevocable truth that is natural law, the law of nature. Do you get what I'm saying? Which is what religions and cultures are built upon. Does that make sense? And this is what people then uh, go to attach themselves to. So for example, um, and then from that you've got now subjective truths where it's like, okay, praying five times a day, uh, going to the mosque, eating this kind of food brings me closer to God. Someone could say that, as their own subjective truth for them. Yes? But that doesn't mean that's going to work for, for someone else. And that's where we often get into issues. We think that what's, what becomes our truth in terms of what's righteous and good for us, we start to believe, oh, this person needs to do exactly what we do, then they'll get the exact same results as us. That is not, <laughs> that is not true. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, truth to a creative is whatever they make it, and that's the whole point. This is why it's so it's so important. Like I really encourage a world of where we understand nature, because you can't argue over nature. Nature is nature. Nature is the truth. From that, we get to be creative, which in with how we live within that truth. Does that make sense? For example, uh, you know, nature has a certain laws when it comes to gravity. Once you respect that, you can make planes. You can make helicopters. You can make spacecrafts. They all defy the law of gravity, but you've got to respect and know the law in order to create from within, from within it. This is why magicians and scientists, you know, or people... Who are, uh, you know, people who are at high levels of spirituality, they do things to, which look amazing to others and out of this world to others, but all they just know is a universal truth that, that you don't. That's why Dr. Sebi can cure all diseases in the body where you think your truth is AIDS can't be cured, your truth is there's no cure for cancer. That's all subjective truth to the system you live in. He knows a universal truth that goes, here you go. And all that thing leaves you, you know what I'm saying? And all those illnesses leave your body. You see? So I really encourage us to become studiers, students 
of nature, natural law, so that we can begin to confidently create in our lives our subjective truths in terms of related to our particular purpose, but whilst honoring the one universal truth. Yeah? Big, big, big boy question. Big boy question. Thank you for that. Um, do you struggle with allowing life to flow? Why do we... Sorry, I'm just, I just saw Ben's... Are there a finite amount of universal truths? Um, I, no, there isn't. However, in the realm that we're in, there is. See? We're in the playground called Earth. And in this, there is finite truths. Does that make sense? Once you leave this playground, you're playing on other turfs where you guys saying the the, the 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 laws of nature in that realm and another realm are different. However, on this realm there is a universal law that we all must live and create by. Cool. Do you struggle with allowing life to flow? Why do we desire to control? We desire to control. Um, I feel like, do I struggle allowing life to flow? Uh, no, not at this stage. You know, I, I still get my things that go blip. And, I'm, and I, I just have my processes of stepping out of my own way. So I still get everything that you get where it's like, oh. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Once you're in the practice of something, you know like when you've done a backflip? The first backflip was like, oh, I'm going to crack my neck, crack my skull, break my arm, hit my face, la la la, la da da And then when you're on your 119th backflip, you're just backflipping. It's not that you don't know you can't fall or you don't know there's concrete at the end of it. You just know, you just have your process for always getting to that space where you just backflip. Does that make sense? So it's about exercise. That's what I'm saying, family. This, this spiritual health is exercise. Cesarojo is exercise for spiritual health. Learning how to bypass this logic to go straight from to, to inspiration. Peace first. Um, why do we desire to control? Because we, we don't realize that there's already a controller. Do you get what I'm saying? You know what we're like? You know how I'd explain it? You know me, I, I always like talking about video games. We don't realize there's a controller. So we desire to control. It's like playing Mario. And Mario, you play, you ever start playing a game and a character starts doing its own thing? Yeah. You start thinking, well, what's the point of me playing? Or have you ever had... This is a real one. Like, when I was younger, like, and my older cousins would be playing Super NES, and I'm, like, seven, and they're, like, teenagers, and they want to play. They they act like they put in a control, and they've just left, you know, a character on default mode, and I think I'm playing. You think you're playing. You're like, oh, wow, I'm really getting it in. <laughs> Meanwhile, you ain't doing nothing. And, and you get older and realize, hey, these lot were skanking me. 
And so you throw the controller down because you're like, if I'm not, if it's going to play itself, what's the point of me controlling? Do you understand? Yes. So we want control because we don't realize there is a controller. It's higher levels of spirit. Your role isn't to control the higher levels of spirit. Your role is to be obedient to the higher levels of spirit. So, when you so here you are. Here's the higher here's the higher here's your higher self. Yeah? You call God and God is tapping in the codes up down right left LB. Up down right left LB. And that's supposed to make you do a spinning backflip onto a mushroom to give you superpowers to fly. But something's happening with the control where every time he does the, 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 the code, you're just punching. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yo, you getting frustrated because you're putting in the right codes, but your character is not receiving the message. You're here as the one with the greater perspective, the omniscient, the omnipotent perspective. You're here with the cheat codes, yeah, to the game, trying to insert the thing and your character's not responding because your character's turning back to the, to the camera like, nah, it's okay, Ben, I got it from here. I'ma just... Find my way through this maze yourself. And I'm like, you idiot. I just downloaded the cheat codes. Do this. There's a, like another door here. There's a door right here. Nah, it's okay. I'm going to go this way. That's you think trying to have control. That's you trying to have control. When you don't need to, you are supposed to control this. You're supposed to receive the inspiration. Yeah? Have you noticed your character is always ready for instructions? If you ain't moving, he ain't moving. He's just like this. And after a while, if it's Mario, he starts scratching his head and wonder why God ain't talking to him. Then maybe your character goes to sleep. You know? Maybe they bring out something just to kill the time until you get your act together. You get what I'm saying? Then... As soon as you're ready, you pick up the controller, they're back in position. See, they're not like, oh man, I was enjoying that sleep. Oh man, I want to continue, you know, just roaming around looking at the air. Nope, I'm ready. What do you want? What do you want? Where, where we going? Where we going? Oh, straight? Oh, change your mind? Cool, left. Oh, you want me to leave this world? Cool, I'm done. Oh, you ready to level up? Oh, you want me to go into that dark hole? Down, let's go. Do you understand? That's what you're here to do. Yeah, and just like games, you can be in the same game. You can be in Mario's world. I'm sorry, that's I, I'm sorry. I only use Mario because it's the last game I played. But like even like Grand Theft Auto or like all games like this, you can be in the same world but have two different roles. So you gotta know this is your game. So you gotta listen, not with your head. Yes, but with your heart. 
That solar plexus, yes, the same place where fear rings. The same place that excitement and thrill rings. That place here, this is where the controller's talking to you. This is where the joystick is. And it's like, whoop, whoop, I gotta move. And everyone's asking, why are you going that way? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it's, it's, it's the right thing to do right now. This is what I'm saying. When I say Cheso Rojo, this is what I'm saying, bro. I'm talking about the spiritual game of life. This is what we are, this is what I'm saying. The spiritual game of life. Cheza Rojo. The spiritual game of life, family. Boom. Are you in? Waiting for the instructions. Woo! Yeah? Notice how your character never gets caught up with its own achievements. You don't reach a level on Mario or Grand Theft Auto or anything. And yeah, they have a moment. They're like, here we go. After that, it's back on mission. Because guess what? Level one was not the destination. Level two was not the destination. Level three was not the destination. Level four Level 5, level 6, level 7. Oh my god, there's several levels. You guessed it. This shit is on until you're dead. And then it starts again in Mario 2. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> in another world, another realm, different characters, different powers, same energy. But for now, this is Mario 1, 64. And you might get Wii. When you clock this shit, you go on into the Wii. Super Smash Bros. 2. But you ain't you ain't got there yet. So right now we on, you know, Lahela level 8. And this shit is different. <laughs> the mission now is to stay in your house like... What? You know what I'm saying? You gotta figure out how to go inward. Take that same creative ex external energy and take that inward. How do you do that? Taking it inward. Woo! You ever played a game like Mario and they like everything's all nice and dark until you gotta go into the underworld where it's all fire and scary and stuff? Yes, fam. That's where we're at. So, yeah. We desire to control because we do not respect the controller. You understand? We desire to control because we do not respect the ultimate controller. Right. Let's try and get some other questions. Can you recommend a book to read about universal laws? There are many. There are many. Um, but this book that I'm reading, I'm not even reading. 
because there's listen one thing before again i'll say this to you before i sh- give you this book that's about 150 pages long which is very small it's a time not for reading this is a time to study family and not study books study yourself study study yourself okay using the books the people the experiences the environments the emotions the energy that surrounds you studying this is the time for self study so when i show you this book i only recommend this book to people that are ready to study themselves in relation to what they're reading because this is the only book i have been reading for the last eight months not because i can't finish i can finish this you can finish this in a couple hours if you're just reading it but studying it so this is a book so watch this i'm gonna break this down for you lot yeah let's get this this is a good way to even close out so this book is called the 11 laws of god okay the 11 laws of god is by raun nefa amen yes it deals with comedic spirituality this is the spiritual principles of the uh, men and women of kemet the ones whose spiritual systems informed all the religions of today yes kemet was a land um that was connected to the entire africa okay it wasn't an isolated space it was a um a system that was a system that was amongst the entire landscape of africa and all of africa contributed to the wisdom that went into kemet okay so this book is called the 11 laws of god and it looks at objective spirituality meaning not oh my god's called this your god's called that my god's better than yours because his name is that and he does this da, 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 da. <laughs> this is helping people understand the different layers of you as a spiritual being okay now i'm gonna read you um <clears throat> what i'll do is read you an over um a summary of the 11 levels to the spirit and i'll read it in it's interesting i'm reading it in top down order but in terms of how we are to i guess understand it it's actually in down up yeah again something that you understand when you study yourself and the book and ter- in terms of knowing what you need to do to work yourself uh through the various levels of your own spirit so each each layer of the spirit has been given a different title the first amen 
Many of us are familiar with that term, right? Amen. This is an ancient word. Amen. You were made in the likeness of a peace that nothing can disturb. Reclaim your peace that you may attain to your reason for coming into existence. The enjoyment of life. Yes, that's amen. I'm going to read it again. Get this book because it's, you know, it's a, it's a point of study, you know. And I have, um, this is to the people that I coach, um, some of the people that I coach, you know, I make sure they get this book so we can uh, use it during our coaching sessions. And it's helped a lot. So again, let's go. I'm going to go through them because there's 11. But yes, amen. You were made in the likeness of a peace. That nothing can disturb. Reclaim your peace that you may attain to your reason for coming into existence. The enjoyment of life. Yes, that's it. That's it. Okay. Next one. Asar. Your nature is an unconquerable peace. Therefore, nothing or no one in the world can be against you. Are you hearing that? All experiences come to you to promote your reclamation of peace that you may in turn acquire wisdom and power. Are you hearing me? It's already starting to uncover solutions and understandings that many of us are calling for right now. Third one, Tahuti. When all of your thoughts Feelings and actions reflect the word of God, then the power of God's spirit and a peace that nothing can challenge will flow through your being. Fourth one, Seker. When the emotions of man manifest in response to the word of God, they have the power to influence the course of any and all events in the world doesn't it sound like something you can use right now doesn't it sound like something you need to be studying right now that's a care number five my art my number god needs you in order to come into the world wow word let me say that again god needs you in order to come into the world Fulfilling God's need is the highest act of love. And only through your love for God can you fulfill your love for others. Become the love of God in the world for the protection of the world. <sighs> Spend some money and get this book. Uh, right now, you can, uh, I'll tell you where you can get it later. You can get it online on Amazon. But if you're in London, uh, you can get it as well. Uh, number six, Herukuti. Know that God neither punishes nor rewards nor protects. You will have the comfort of controlling these for yourself. You following me? Wow. Number seven. We're going to go through it, family. But these are deep. And this book helps you study this. And there's more literature on that. Number seven, Heru. 
You have the power, but not the right to ignore God's law. Choose to follow the law of God with the love and joy that grows out of understanding and the wisdom and power of God's spirit will flow through your being. Number eight, it It is not what you imagine. It is who is imagining. Are you a human or a divine being? Number nine, it is not what you think or what you affirm. It is who is thinking. And who is affirming? Are you a human or a divine being? Number 10. Prepare to sacrifice everything to become the vessel of God on earth. And you will in turn receive everything. Number 11. Sorry, that was a set. Number 11 is Geb. Know that from heaven you came and to heaven you will return. Seek not enduring works on earth. That's the 11 laws of God family. If you're in London, you can find this book at Pempamsey in Brixton. They are still open during this uh quarantine time because they are uh, classified as an essential store um it's called the 11 laws of god so you can go to brixton pampamsey um they're open because they offer all i mean even just not just for books but they have all natural health products you know and people that can help you find products for your healing for to add more iron magnesium they got cmos there they got all kind of stuff for the natural human everything actually and patronize people that are doing it yeah uh you're gonna have to call pempamsey and ask them if they can uh ship it to you uh i don't know if they do that but you can go there last time i was there they had it um so yeah but yeah if you're in um yeah i don't know if, uh, but you can definitely get it online. You can get it on Google. You can order that. Amazon. 11 Laws of God. Yeah? Um, yeah, family. That's all the questions that were in the question box. Thank you. Nakumaisha watu aroho. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, serving with you today. Family, you have the answers. You have to just get out of your way. You are the answer. If you are experiencing it and you've seen it as an issue in your life, know that you are the answer. 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 Heaven is your right and heaven is your responsibility. Know what that is for yourself. Know what that means in terms of your daily practices. And if you have been met with an opposition that is blocking you from that, then you have to do what you can in the now to constantly feed your heaven. Yes, family? 
Hey. Nakumaisha watu waroho. Heaven is my right and heaven is my responsibility. Uh blessings man. See you soon. Wagwa Nakumaisha family. Thank you for tuning in to Too High to Go Hell, a spiritual health conversation for the millennial generation. Are you tapped in? <laughs> thank you for your ears and thank you for your energy. Guys, if you'd like to support this work in this podcast and anything else World Changer Life is doing, please go to my website, worldchangerlife.com or hit the link in my bio on my Instagram and leave a donation of any kind. Also, family, I'm really interested to know what you guys have learned, what uh, thoughts have been inspired in you from listening to this podcast. So go on to Twitter, at me, at Mikelamine, or on Instagram, at Energy. Use the hashtag spiritual health with Mikel and just tell me some of the sound bites that you've got, some of the quotables, you know, some of the lessons that you might have learned from the conversations in these podcasts. Also, join the World Changer WhatsApp broadcast list where we can have one-on-one conversations about the topics of spiritual health. Add my number, plus four four double seven four three zero double five double one nine. Plus four four double seven. Four three zero double five double one nine. Peace in, love out. Hey.